0: You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. We are starting a new series today at the start of the year. Uh, the title of this series is Knowing God. And I'm not sure what you wrote in your faith goals. Pag nag-fasting po tayo, normally we have four categories uh, that we are praying for. Personal, professional, family, and your ministry. And so I don't know what you wrote, but uh, I hope that uh, this one will make it to your list. And if if nothing happens this year, if you don't get all of that uh, that you wrote, in your faith goal, kung ito lang po yung nyo, then this year will be one of your best years ever. This is going to be one of the best years of your life if you only get this one, which is to know God better. Uh, if you know God better, then your life will uh, change 180 degree and uh, really complete turning point. So, Uh, For the next three weeks, that's what we're going to talk about. And uh, our our prayer is that as we go through the Word, that all of us will go deeper in our understanding of God. And it will not only result for us getting more knowledge, that's the last thing we want to happen, to put more information in our uh, over-informed head already. But what we want to happen is that the more we know God, the more we will trust Him the more we will worship Him and the more that our relationship with with Him will become real. So if you have your Bible with you, uh, we're going to read from Psalm uh, 34, starting in verse 1. And today we're going to talk about the goodness of God. The goodness of God. Psalm 34, verse 1, and we're going to read through 8. Verse 1, it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name together. I sought the Lord and He answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to Him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. How many of you want that promise? Those who look to Him will never be put to shame. And in verse 7, This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out, out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Lord, we thank you for your word. I pray that we would learn to bless you at all times. We pray that your praise will always be on our lips. And I pray, Lord, that we will seek you this year in everything that we do. And like what you promised, we pray that you would deliver us from all our fears, Lord. And I pray that we will be able to taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. Again, we're going to talk about God's goodness. And in verse 8, it says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. How many of you here, you love to eat? Okay, yun po yung sporting event. Hobby, if you're stressed, that's your uh, way of escape. When you're victorious, when something good happens, that's your way of celebration. Talagang lahat na lang ano. (laughs) It's part of your life. You know, some people, uh, they eat just for the sake of eating. Kailangan lang talaga, mga workaholic. just so they will function and stay alive. But if given a choice, then they don't really look for it. So some people eat just for the sake of eating, but some people uh, took it as an art. Yung pagkumain, yung krabi yung pepper dito. Yung nalalasahan, yung may kilala ba kayong ganun? Yung alam niya yung ingredients, na yung distinct taste. You know, my wife is like that. For me, I don't sometimes, uh, I, I, I don't know the distinction. I just eat. <laughs> I don't ask how it was cooked. I don't ask the ingredients they used. I just eat. Some people, what they are concerned about is the quantity. Okay? Basta limang rice yan, okay na ako. Ulam, quantity. Some people are after for quality. Now, verse 8 says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. You know, when it comes to our relationship with God, some people go to church, some people pray and read the Bible just for the sake of fulfilling religious obligation. While some people, when it comes to God, uh, they are very particular with the quality of relationship. They are not just... uh, uh, they're not just contented with going to church every week. No, they want to know that they are going deeper in their relationship with God. And that's the invitation that's being given to all of us. This year, as we start a new year, God is inviting all of us to taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Can you please turn to the person sitting next to you? Tell that person, taste and see that the Lord is good. God wants you to experience Him personally. You know, if you are, uh, if you are here today, because every Sunday your parents are, are dragging you here, you have no choice, or maybe you're the husband, you have no choice because your wife is dragging you here, uh, I hope that your faith is not just something that your parents own. I hope that this year, your faith will become personal. That you are here not just because your friends are here. You are here because you have a personal relationship with God. Our faith in God is rooted in what we know intellectually. This December, uh, during the Christmas break, I was reading this book, Man, Myth, Messiah, by uh, one of our very own Pastor Rice Brooks. And this book is about proving the reality of Jesus. Jesus that he is a real historical figure, and everything he did and everything he taught are well-documented and verifiable. Amazing. Because some people are saying, he's just a product of imagination, he never really existed, how can we know if he's real and all of that? Uh, It's amazing if you read this book, how much evidence and documents and people, not even Christians... Are giving uh, this evidence that there is really a man who walked on earth named Jesus, who lived in, uh, who was born in Bethlehem and did all these things, who died on the cross, and all of these things are verifiable. It's documented. So the the question of whether Jesus did exist is not a question at all. He did exist. So uh, that's what this book is all about. So. It's just encouraging to know that our faith is something that can be proven intellectually, proven historically, geographically, uh, biblically. We can. But our faith is in God is not just rooted in what we know intellectually, it is also rooted in what we know experientially. It's not that I know. Hindi na nabababasakulang sa Bible, but you know, the reason I'm convinced is because I just don't. I'm not it's not only intellectually, but because I experienced it. I know that God is my redeemer because not only that He saved me and cleansed me from all my sins, but He took away my shame and my guilt and gave me a fresh start. I was a college student when I surrendered my life to Jesus and I was wondering, Lord Kaya Paba, of all the things I've done and how messed up my life is. Can you really give me a fresh start? And now I know God is really our redeemer. Not only He forgave me of my sins, He redeemed my life. I know that uh, God is my deliverer because I've been in trouble so many times, yet God delivered me from them all. I know that God is my deliverer. I know that God is my provider because God has provided for me and God has been providing for us, me and my family, until today. Every time we have a need, we will pray to God. And every time we have a need, God come through. So I know my faith is not something that can only be proven intellectually, but also experientially. We know that God is good. Because all of us experience the goodness of God. How many of you here, you experience the goodness of God in your life? How many of you can testify that God is good? So this is not something that we just read. It is something that we're experiencing every single day. Every day I experience the grace of God. Every day I experience the mercy of God. Every day I experience the goodness of God. So many times... You know, I will pray in the morning and I'll just, I'll just thank God. You know, my, my practice is that in the morning, I will thank God for everything that happened the day before. And I would try to be as specific as possible. I'll thank God for the clothes. I'll thank God for the food. I'll thank God for the means of transportation. I'll thank God for the safety and protection of our family. I'll thank God for our pillow, our blanket. And I would thank God... Every single day, and I'm just amazed. God, Lord, it's overwhelming. I do- 24 hours is not enough for me to go through the list of the things I need to thank you for. The air I breathed, the strength in my body. The ideas, the ability, the talent, the friends, the mentors, the family, the children, the marriage, on and on and on. I have so many things I need to thank God for. How many of you are grateful to God for your life? So, and here's one more thing about God, God's goodness. God is not only the ultimate embodiment of goodness. He is also a God who is obsessed with good. You know, in Genesis, in the book of creation, after creating everything that he created, God looked at his creation and he said, it is good. And then day two, day three, day four, day five, after creating the world, he, he paused and then looked at his creation and said, it is good. God is obsessed with good. The only time, the first time that he said it is not good is when he saw Adam alone. How many single people do we have in this room? How many of you are encouraged today? Sabi niya hindi good tumak isa si Adam. So he formed a woman and gave it to, to Adam because not good is not good. God is obsessed with good. That's why we can know. You know, some people are saying, Eh, di ba si Eve yung nagdala ng trouble? That's, their, that's another preaching for another time. But God is not only the embodiment of good, He's obsessed with good. That's why we can be assured that whatever He is doing in your life, it is good. Whatever He is allowing in our life, it is good. When He closes a door... It is good. When he opens a door, it is good. When he says yes, it is good. When he says no, it is good. When he says wait, it is good. Everything that God is doing in our life, it is good. Tell the person sitting next to you, it is good. May pinagdadaanan ka ngayon, may trial ka, it is good. You're believing for something this year, na major impossible. But you know in your heart there's a witness of the Spirit. Kaya nilordo. If you are facing a mountain, tell that person sitting next to you. It is good. Buti may mountain sa harap mo. You know why? Because once God wants to give you a mountain-moving faith. Or else, every time you face a mountain, you will be stuck. But I'm also aware that. Maybe for some of us here, you are here today and you're hearing God is good, but you're struggling deep inside. You want to believe that, but you can't believe it with all your heart, maybe because of something that happened to you in the past, or maybe because of something that's happening in your life right now. And maybe you're thinking, okay, I've been hearing this that God is good, but every time I look at my situation, it seems like it's inconsistent with the goodness of God. It seems like there is a disconnect. It seems like it's ironic that we're saying God is good, but then why did I went through that experience? We're saying God is good, yet when I look at my situation, why is it that God is not doing anything about my situation? So I want to believe God is good, but it seems like, where I am today, what I'm going through is inconsistent with the goodness of God. You know, one of the favorite arguments of skeptics, people who want to discredit God, is that one of their favorite arguments is this. If God is good, if God is all good and all powerful, then why is there evil and suffering in the world? How many of you heard that argument before? If God is all good and all powerful, then Why is there evil and suffering in the world? If he is good and wants to do something about it, but he can't do anything about it, then he is good, but he's not all-powerful. If he is all-powerful, he can do something about it, but he's not doing anything about it, then he's all-powerful, but he's not good. If God is good, why is there so much evil and suffering in the world? Now, that sounds very logical and intimidating. How do explain yun as a Christian? How do I explain that? Sounds intimidating, but God is not intimidated by our questions. I came across this quote that I want to show you, and I like it. It says, God is able to handle our questions. The question is, are we able to handle His answers? We can throw all kinds of questions to God. Lord, why? Lord, why? Lord, why? And I, I, and I tell you, God is an answer. But the question is, can you handle God's answer to your question? Going back in Psalm uh, 34, as as we look at the context of the chapter that we read, Psalm 34 was written by David when he was a fugitive hiding in caves. Not because of anything wrong he did. In fact, when he was serving under King Saul as one of the uh, soldiers of King Saul. He served excellently. He was very ro- loyal. He worked with integrity. Yet, instead of being rewarded for his excellent service, when his popularity uh, started to spread, they started making, writing songs about David. Maririnigmasa Spotify no mga Song about David. David killed his thousands, and Saul kill this hundred. So, nung naririnig ni King Saul yun, why are they giving more credit than my subordinate, David? More than me, the king. So, King Saul became jealous of David, and since then, lahat ng gawin ni David, kahit maganda, pangit sa ni King Saul. So, he started uh, making a plan of killing David, instead of rewarding him for his good service. King Saul tried killing David, so because of that, he was forced to run away. So, for so for a long time, he was he went through lots of difficulties and challenges. Niya kasi may threat yung buhay niya. to the point na, wala na He needed to cross the enemy territory because in his mind, eto siguro hindi na to ni King Saul. The problem was when he went to the enemy territory. Even there, he was famous. So, may mga tao na nakakita sa kanya. Hindi ba si David? To? Ito, hindi ba yun pinapakinig natin sa Spotify? Hindi pa siya yung pumatay kay Goliath? So they took him, captured him, and brought him to Achish. You can see that in Psalm 34 at the heading before verse one, it gave us the context of the psalm. So they brought him to Achish and said, "We captured David, the 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 this." Famous warrior of Israel. Now the Bible said he changed his behavior. He he uh, pretended to be insane. Nagbaliu baleo siya pag so. Nung nakita niya yung king, naglalawig laway siya dito parang. niya yung damit niya, niya yung buhok niya. So pagharap sa sa king, sa kiking parang. Sabi ng king sino to Sabi niya hindi ba? kulang pa ba tayo ng mga baliw dito? <laughs> na mga baliu dito? ito parang maraming ako sa na baliu sa palasyo nato why are you bringing this guy to me sabi oh okay akala namin siya yung famous sabi yata tanggaling yun yan dito. go cool. so they let him go and that's how he was able to escape and then he went back got got out of the enemy territory went back to the cave of Adullam and that's where I believe David penned this psalm and here's what he said Amazing. I mean, talk, talk about injustice. Talk about evil and hardship in life. He was not doing anything wrong. He's a man after God's own heart. Yet he experienced injustice. He experienced evil. He experienced hardship in life. But rather than complaining, rather than turning his back from God... Rather than raising his fist and saying, "Ugh, oh, God, Lord," sayang yung paksisilbi ko sa You, Lord. Pag nagu-worship pa naman ako sa church, tas-tas, Lord. Kung magbigay ako, malaki, Lord. You know, instead of complaining to God, instead of being bitter toward God, here's what He said. Here's what He wrote in verse one. He said, "I will bless the Lord at all times." Wow, good times. Praise God. Bad times, praise God. Time of abundance, praise God. Time of lack, praise God. Time of health, praise God. Time of sickness, praise God. He said, I will bless the Lord at all times. How can you do that? Sometimes, how many of you here would be honest to, to admit that sometimes you don't feel like praising God? You don't feel like praying to God. How many of you here sometimes you don't feel like reading the Bible? How many of you here sometimes you don't feel like going to church? It's okay. As long as you don't do it. So, I will bless the Lord at all times. How can you do that? You can only do that if you believe that God is good. You can only bless the Lord at all times and praise God. If you believe that God is good, then you will see His goodness in your life, and your situation. Maybe, yung the good ngayon, but I can praise God today. You know why? Because I'm convinced God is good, and God will do good in my situation. If you have that confidence, even if the answer is not yet coming, you will be able to praise God. How I many of you here, you want to be able to praise God at all times? Pwedeng harapin mo yung asawa mo, tsaka mga anak mo. Anak, wala pa. Pero, we can pray. We can praise God. Darating na yun, anak. Malapit na, kinakati na yung kamay ko. Hindi na, iniwala pa rin. Mayiniwala no? <laughs> pa rin sa swerte. <laughs> you know, I like what David said in Psalm 27, verse 13 to 14, New King James Version. I like how he said it. I would have lost heart Yung pinagdaanan ko nako grabe. Pwede na I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wow. Hindi pag namatay na ako, hindi pag nakita na kami sa kalangitan. No, I'm convinced I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living in my lifetime. We will see the goodness of the Lord. I will see the promises of God fulfilled. That's why a give up, doesn't give up because he, he's convinced. So here's what he said in verse 14, "Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and He shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Just because you don't see the good yet doesn't mean there is no good in it." You know, I saw this picture one time of a cup showing two angles. One is front view, one is aerial view, top. And when I saw that, uh, I realized every time you look at a the situation, there's really a different different angles, perspective. And many times, you know, when every many times when we look at our situation, we only see the here and now, the front view. Anakikitaw ah, lang yung present. Ang nakikita ko lang yung current. Ang nakikita ko lang yung today front view. This is a good reminder for me that there's another way to look at my situation. That God actually have a higher view. There is an aerial view, there is a bigger story and there is a bigger plan and purpose for my life. That is why, you know, I know that God's purpose is not to always make me happy. To make sure I'm happy. No, we don't even do that to our own children. Sometimes we allow our children to go through some uh, uh, difficulties. Because we know it's good for them. There's a bigger picture. I'm not just looking uh, at my kids right now. I have a seven-year-old. I'm not just looking at her now as a seven-year-old. I'm considering what she'll become when she's 18, 20, 30, or the years to come. So what we're doing now is connected to the bigger story. Are you how many of you are following? There is a bigger story. There is another way to look at our situation. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 it says no eye has seen no ear has heard and no no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Wow. I like that verse. No eye has seen no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined. You have no idea what God wants to do in and through your life. Parang inisip mo, may bukas pa ba, Lord? Can I really say the future is bright? Pag may projection ko, Lord, three to five years projection, mukhang malabo, Lord. Sabi ng Bible, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind can imagine what God has prepared for you. That's why you can really say with conviction, the future is bright. Okay? Can you encourage the person sitting next to you, tell that person the future is bright? When you get to the next chapter of your life, here's our confidence, here's our conviction. If we walk with God, if we, by the grace of God, consistently walk with God in the midst of inconsistencies in our lives. We will get to the next chapter of our life and we're going to look back and we're going to look at the tears we've sown and we will be able to say to God, You are right, Lord. Weeping may last for a, no- for a night, but joy will come in the morning. Tama ka Lord. You are good. We're going to look back, and we're going to say that God is good. Last thing I want to say in verse two, it says, "Let's humble ourselves before God." If God is good, let's humble ourselves before God. If you're going to boast, don't boast about yourself. Boast about the Lord. Boast about the goodness of God in your life. Gabi ni nilor yung business namin this year. Of all the crises, the challenges, praise God, this is the biggest sale we ever had. And it's not because of our careful planning and accounting, it's all about the goodness of God. If you're going to boast, boast about the Lord. Verse 3, let's magnify Him. Don't magnify your problem, let's not magnify our weakness, let's not magnify the crisis, let's magnify the Lord. It's not that we deny the bad things that's happening, but I refuse to focus on that. I, I'm choosing to focus on God. If God is good, I have to focus on what God is doing. And verse 4, it says, let's seek Him. And that's what we want to do starting tomorrow as we start the year. We want to seek God. For His ways are better and His thoughts are higher. Now, God is sovereign. He can use even our pain to do us good. I had a flu uh, shot before and it was painful, but it was a temporary affliction. Nakapagpabakuna na kayo? In flu shot, you know, when I realized what it can do for me, I realized that the pain is worth it for me to be protected. For what the flu can actually the, 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 the trouble that the flu can do to me. This is temporary. This this pain is not going to really cripple me. In fact it's going to protect me. And sometimes we are mad at God for the shot when God is trying to protect us. But Lord bakit mo ako sinaktan? Anak, hindi mo protektahan kita. Kung hindi kayo nag-break last year, you're in for a big trouble. Kung hindi, kung natuloy yung business deal na yan, you will be in for a greater trouble. If you did not wait for the timing of God, you will be in for a greater trouble. Sometimes the pain that God is allowing in our lives is really meant to protect us, not to endure us. So God is sovereign. God is God can use even the pain to do us good. And you know, sometimes when I think the Lord Sigur sensa "Alam mo, anak, I'd rather see you cry now than see you suffer for the rest of your life. God is a great plan for your life. And God is a good father will do everything to protect us. And sometimes, the best way to protect us and for us to listen is through pain. Kasi pag mag, may pain, nakikinig na tayo kay Lord, di ba? Natatandaan niyo ba pinapalo pa kayo? Defiant, rebellious. Pero pag nakita na yung belt, ano po yun, Nay? ah <laughs> Iba nagagawa ng pain. It makes us attentive. It makes us humble. It makes us cooperative. Sometimes God's allow it. Because God is a great plan for our life. You know, the cross is the ultimate proof that God is good. If you're looking for a proof, if you ever find yourself in a situation again which we all we 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 all are sometimes we have this proclivity to still doubt God. Minsan may mga high moment tayo, grabe ka talaga Lord, iba ka talaga. Tapos after one week may problema na naman, Lord, asan ka? Totoo ka ba? Minsan dali nating makalimot. We have this proclivity to forget God and forget the goodness of God in our life. But if ever we find ourselves again in that place, in that position where we are doubting, Lord, tama ba to? Lord, tutuloy pa ba ako? If you're looking for a proof of the goodness of God, just look at the cross. Because the cross is the ultimate proof that God is good. When we look at the cross, we're reminded that even in the midst of great evil, of great injustice, God was accomplishing something good. He was brutally murdered. He paid for the crime he never committed. That was injustice. That was evil. Yet now, we know, because of what Christ has done for us on the cross, salvation is possible for all of us. In fact, if not for the cross, you and I won't be here today. How many of you are grateful for the cross and for what Christ has done for us? So if you are here today, you're asking, why, Lord? Or why are you allowing me to be afflicted? Remember that there is purpose for the cross. There is purpose for the cross. And whatever you're going through, whatever is breaking your heart, Let's all remember, God is working and doing something good. Because God is good. If you believe that, if you believe that God is good, give Him a clap and a praise even right now. God is good. Can we all stand as we end our time together? Lord, we declare today that you are good. You are good at all times. You are worthy of our praise. You're worthy of our trust. You're worthy of everything we have. Lord, I pray today we will have greater confidence that we are serving a good God. That you are good in everything that you do. You are good in everything that you allow. You are good in every situation we find ourselves in. You are good in every season. You are good. And we are confident like David. We will see your goodness in our lifetime. We will see your goodness in the, in the land of the living. Not only when we die and be with you in heaven, but even here we will see your goodness, O oh God. So thank you for assuring us I pray we would learn to trust you more and more. I pray we would learn to delight ourselves in you. Like David, guide dinanamin maintindihan Lord what's happening. Lord, I pray like David, we will choose to praise you. We will choose to sing praises to you and worship you. We will give you a sacrifice of praise. Because you are good. I pray for those of us here today who are going through a difficult situation, Lord, I pray we would learn to wait and to have courage to wait on You, Lord. To wait on You, Lord, and be of good courage. Father God, I pray that You will impart strength. I pray that You will impart joy. That there will be joy in waiting, God. There will be peace in waiting, There will be faith in waiting, Lord God. We will not be paralyzed, Lord, by our situation. Lord, rather, Lord God, we would learn to rise above our situation. We would learn, Lord God, to praise you not based on our situation, but we would learn to praise you based on who you are, based on what you've done for us on the cross. We will not just look at the present situation. We will look at the cross, and we will be reminded that God is good. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.